Do you have anything uh, interesting to jump in with, or are you? Uh, I just have like bare bones outline. Eh, we'll just we'll go with it. Never mind. Why do I even ask? <laughs> I'm sure we'll be asked about something in the beginning. Yeah, something will pop up. I have my news and notes. How, how shitty Raw is. <laughs> yeah, I heard it was terrible. I haven't still haven't been a witness to it. So I watched last week's because there was so much like discussion on Twitter yeah. about it. And I'm like, all right, the may something's gonna happen, or like it's gonna be such a train wreck. They said it was like scrambling last minute, everything's gonna change, everyone's freaking out. I'm like, all right. I feel like that that, that was purposely done. Like that is perfect hype to get people to tune in. Because we, the, if they didn't do that, would we have tuned in and watched that? Yeah, just the fact that they yeah. said it was and a they, mess. They openly say a new stable's debuting, which at that time all the stable did was threw a Molotov cocktail at a generator and ran away, and then that fucking stupid Shane McMahon segment. <laughs> I don't get it, but I don't watch it, so that's fine. That's on you. Yeah. We could transition to discussing <laughs> my, problem, my problem with this week just off of the gifts i seen. I'm so upset. <laughs> I feel like we should just have started it a minute ago and just <laughs> walk right into this. Yeah, this is the pod right now, yeah, right? <laughs> We are uh, the 20 by 20 pod. We have no intro. We just walked right in cold talking about Raw and how terrible it was. I guess the band the band's in a two-week quarantine. One of them must have tested positive. <laughs> yeah, one of them goes and they all go. It's very sad. Yeah, they were in close contact. Tra- contact tracing is... Our specialty here at the 20 by 20 pod. <laughs> I hope that uh, that doesn't bring up all of the Michigan numbers. Does, does that count as one <laughs> because it's the band or do, do we get 12? I don't know. I, I don't know how that goes. But maybe we'll, uh, yeah, we'll hear from them soon enough, but maybe some stragglers will come in and play one or two <laughs> instruments. Lloyd from the 20 by 20 studios, sponsored by 20 by 20 apparel. This is the 20 by 20 podcast. I am Marmalade Fowlweather, and here are your hosts, Peter and Chris. My name is Peter. You are listening to Chris over there yonder at his studio, and uh, he is complaining about raw underground for the past 10 minutes before we yes so <laughs> before we hit the record button so before i cut you off with our half-ass intro did you have any other <laughs> any other uh i don't know thoughts about <laughs> the molotov cocktail or so that's fine whatever it's a weird like antifa ripoff especially this week when they're throwing cinder blocks through the <laughs> windows like i don't know it's fine it'll it's whatever it is but the biggest thing to me is I see these pictures of uh, Dominic like covered in these oh, oh, this cuts is and welts, and I'm like, "Oh man, that's intense. That's brutal." I'm like, "That that gif, that gif that you like retweeted on the at <laughs> yeah. twenty by twenty apparel on Twitter is fantastic because you're yeah. right, it's unwatchable." Like so someone pointed out, if you're flipping through the channels, you stop and they go, oh, wow, that's cut that way because it's fake. So the poor guy gets the living shit kicked out of him for real, and they film it in such a piss poor way that you can't even tell he's getting hit for real. So why were you even why even hit him for real then? I, like, I, what, what are you doing? <laughs> I thought I was watching the Blair Witch Project. <laughs> it was just <laughs> cut, 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 cut. Yeah. There were like three cuts per swing. That is a very good point that like if you're going to do that, you can – work around it so that it's not so real but the kid's killing himself out there and you just didn't even show it it's yeah like, there's no need like i think someone mentioned like they think the 
editing got that bad when they switched to HD to try to cover up stuff, you know? Mm, yeah, I guess like, I, yeah. I can't pinpoint when it started, but sometimes yeah. it's funny when you see a GIF out there and they're like, 18 uh, camera changes in 12 seconds. Thanks, <laughs> Kevin Don. Yeah, it wasn't that bad, like, until recently, right? Like, now it's like, you can't even comfortably sit and watch a three-hour show without feeling, like, wheezy. Yeah, I... Watching it. I, I don't wheezy. know. <laughs> I can't... I can't put a finger on when it was. Like that's hard for me to to pinpoint, but uh they yeah, have to it's, know it's, everyone hates it, right? I mean, I, you just I look at every so. clip and every comment on Twitter as people bashing it. Now there's a funny you should start a a Twitter page of just thanks Kevin Dunn and just always have those. <laughs> That'd be a good just one. Just all the bad. We have to write that down. No one steal that at thanks <laughs> Kevin Dunn. If you do, then you got to give us our, our just due speaking of especially our, go ahead <laughs> i don't mean to cut you uh, off we're, you know, we're watching old summer slams and stuff now and th- there's so many ones where it's like a long shot of someone in a hold or like they'll show bobby heenan ringside then slowly pan out to like the guy in a headlock in the ring and it's like what happened to those shots or like they're sh- you know shooting wide to the whole crowd and scanning back to the ring and you have, you have this wide shot of the ring and they'll slowly zoom back in it's like what happened to just like letting it breathe a little like that? Yeah, you know? did like eighties and nineties NWA? I feel like it was just one camera. I don't even know if they had. Yeah. They had like the handheld that like the guy stood in the corner, but then the rest was just like a wide shot. Uh, I don't know. It, it seems very and at the simple. Very elite. They kept the camera steady. They didn't <laughs> jump up and down with it with each shot. Yeah. Oh, I started to say before, like, I don't know when it started. It's got to be good on 10 years now for all this nonsense. But, like, I feel like I hate that it's every time someone gets hit. So, like, Mm -hmm. if there's someone outside and there's just a flurry of punches, it's every punch is the zoom in and out, zoom in and out. (laughs) Isn't there a, uh, it had to be a fan cam. I say fan cam like where like someone saw the cameraman and I would think they would just be hitting the zoom button, but the guy was literally like headbanging with the camera. <laughs> right. Like, oh like bending his knees, like squatting, getting a d- deep workout yeah. in with that thing. <laughs> uh, I, just, I don't get and it. And when you watch the, yeah, it's like a cell phone video. When you watch the cell phone video, it looks better because Rollins is whoever it was hitting the shit out of him with a chair for real. So it's like, yeah, they're putting in these you know, shots that look, that are real. So why don't you film it that way? Because they know what they're doing, and you don't. Yeah. You know who films it simple? is the old NWA. And <laughs> don't they have, like, a pay-per-view deal now? Did I see that? They're going to be on Fight TV? They better find some new talent. I'm <laughs> going to AEW. <laughs> oh. Yeah, they're going to have a present. They're going to have Nick Aldis and his uh, his retro figure. <laughs> Did you see that? <laughs> yeah, oh, I, man. I see he's coming out of the figure. Someone's coming out of the figure with him? Like, just a one-off? Yeah, I don't think. They said there could be more to come, but. Nothing as of yet. So I was catching up on speaking of podcast, other people's podcast. <laughs> I was catching up on the figure one and heard them. It was like Comic Con era, and they were discussing how AW was mentioning maybe doing retros, and they were saying how it's Jerry Padau or whatever he's mm-hmm. classic superstars, and like you know he would sign people, you know, on, outside on the box. So yeah, like, that made me think, holy shit, you could make Hasbro's of like Dino Bravo and stuff, like. <laughs> Get deals with people who never had Hasbro's from the era. Oh my god! <laughs> Could you imagine? Oh, 
How weird would that be? Like a fabulous Russo Brothers two-pack in the AEW <laughs> you, retro. You really are watching some 88, 89 SummerSlams lately. <laughs> well, as you, if you follow along on uh, Instagram or Twitter, you've noticed I've been posting uh, the sites of SummerSlam, and it's all been non-wrestling weirdness. <laughs> <laughs> lots of, so I've been watching them all in order. Lots of outlaw Ron Bass and Brutus Beefcake. <laughs> oh. That little kid dressed as Beefcake. Cracked me up. That was a good one. Speaking of our buddy Brutus Beefcake, I see that they're uh, video interviewing him on Astronomicon's YouTube channel. So, oh really? Everyone go you check that talk out. Talk about us? Uh, probably not. But from the pic- <laughs> from the picture <laughs> I saw, it looked like he's in the, the chair that he's in in that picture with Greg Valentine. <laughs> <laughs> so that must be his uh, home studio. So, oh man, he loved us though. Yeah, he did. I'm sure. Uh, the big Dustin and, and Chuck are doing a good job of uh, interviewing him. So go check that out on the Astronomicon YouTube channel. And uh, before we start hey. plugging everyone else, we should plug our own stuff. If uh, <laughs> you don't already know, it's at 20 by 20 pod and at 20 by 20 apparel, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, uh, TikTok for all of you, you know, TikTok famous people like your brother. <laughs> Yeah, young Hootski is apparently TikTok famous. Too bad old Trumpster shutting him down. So <laughs> it's probably maybe, maybe he'll. Jacob's I'll say maybe he can grow our uh, Instagram and Twitter now. He's probably up to uh, I don't know how many hundreds of thousands of TikTok watches. <laughs> TikToks, TikTok, whatever. Uh, but yeah, we're all over social media as always. We're doing our normal nonsense. Come follow us or give us an email at. Uh, 20 by 20 pod at gmail.com or 20 by 20 apparel at gmail.com. Lots of good stuff going on there. Uh, what's going on? Oh, speaking of social media, if you don't mind me digging into the old mailbag, we actually have, a, oh. it's been, uh, what, 36 episodes and I finally have a mailbag. <laughs> Unlike, uh, didn't we, didn't we have one like on the second episode when Aaron sent us one? And then, oh, yeah, he sent a voicemail. Yeah, that, was very that was the first one. He became a regular on the show. He did. So if you want to be a regular on the show, drop us a, uh, a voicemail or something on social media or an email at 20by20pod at gmail.com. The last question we have for you, Tim. Well, do you find this offensive? I, mean, I find it boring. I just find it boring. Go ahead. Well, these, these are legitimate letters that ladies have written in that... Uh, oh, I imagine. A lot of lonely hearts out there. All right. I read about you. I get PWI, son. So let's see. Let me open the old mailbag here. Russell, Russell. Uh, since our last episode was uh, top five current favorite wrestlers, I have a couple people who sent me their lists. Uh, Kevin, our boy Kevin from Wisconsin, he gave us a uh, top five. Uh, num- truth. number truth. <laughs> that's always his number one. Uh, he's got number five, Dexter Loomis. Are you familiar with Dexter Loomis in NXT? No, I was thinking of uh, the deathmatch guy in AEW. <laughs> oh, uh, uh, Luther Reigns or something? <laughs> not Luther Reigns. <laughs> Dr. Luther? Dr. Luther. So, no, that is not him. Uh, God, he's got a lot of uh, NXT here. Number five, Dexter Loomis. Number four, uh, Carrie. Does he like him just because his name's Loomis? Probably. And Dexter. Nothing wrong with that. (laughs) Yeah, I got stuck watching, uh, well, stuck, but I was watching the uh, uh, first zombie Halloween movie the other day. 
And yeah. he makes Loomis out to be more of a boob than, than the original. It's Yeah, that f- that first zombie is really bad, but the second one I think's a sleeper. I like it. Steve sent me a puking emoji when we did our <laughs> we watched them all and ranked them and I had that like middle of the pack kind of higher and he was disgusted by it. I'm like, man, I like the second zombie one for some reason. Yeah, I, th- I think I've only seen it like once. This is only like the second or third time I've seen that one, but uh I don't know. It's whatever, but yeah, first one's pretty bad, I think, but I like the second one. Yeah, it's just funny how bad like young Loomis was. I'm like, you're right. making him out to be an idiot. But <laughs> yeah, he's a dick. <laughs> how can you make Loomis a hateable guy? He's yeah, also got really bad hair. Like <laughs> someone made a point that the zombie ones are just like everyone's a miserable fuck and everyone just says fucking it. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good point. Yeah, it's it's whatever. That's what it is. Thanks, Kevin, for having us <laughs> jump in the horror movie talk. <laughs> So, Almost that time of the year. It is. So number five, he has Dexter Loomis. Number four, Carrion Cross, uh, formerly known as, uh, what's his name? Killer Cross. Oh, baby. Oh, yeah. <laughs> number, oh, oh, yeah. number three, Orange Cassidy. Number two, I'm Keith Lee. Number two, Keith Lee. And number one, Chris Jericho. Not a bad little list. He's got a couple NXT. Oh. That's a lot, of, uh, a lot of Wednesday night there for Kevin. <laughs> He's a Wednesday night guy. And then uh, Keith Lee, one neither of us gave love enough love to. Uh, he should have been at least honorable mention. I know. If I was watching NXT more, I bet he'd be. That's the problem. Yeah, we don't watch enough. We have uh, Knox Money, former guest. Oh. Uh, he dropped in with a current top five. Interesting. Uh, number five, Brody Lee. I, I can buy that. I like Brody Lee. Yeah. Number four, Orange Cassidy, making it on a lot of people's lists here. Everyone loves Orange Cassidy. Uh, number three, Bray Wyatt. I like that. Number two, Ray Phoenix. That's an interesting pick. Yeah, um, I wouldn't have seen that coming. Yeah, I'm surprised you'd pick him over uh, Pentagon, but that's still a really good pick because Phoenix is real sweet. And number one, the king, MDK all day, Nick Gage. <laughs> so you can tell he's been watching a little uh, GCW. GCW. Yeah. <laughs> them, them, uh, the DCD crew. Love them some day gauge because I'll randomly see Steve like just tweet out MDK all fucking day. <laughs> and I'm like, just out of the blue. There's like not a show going on. Yeah, just randomly see it. Just feeling it. That's okay. I mean, <laughs> just feeling it. <laughs> Nothing wrong with that. Uh, yeah, I have to. I think my. Uh, I have to side with uh, the 440 boys, but if you want to side <laughs> with MDK and Schlack and all them, that's fine. That's not hating. Did you see. Uh, Nick Gage been doing cameos. I don't think I saw that. I heard him. He's oh, yeah. he's on the newest uh, Major Figure podcast episode. Oh, is he really? <laughs> he does the intro. <laughs> nice. So, MDK right there. All whatever. <laughs> Maybe we'll get a Nick Gage figure. So, thanks. Uh, that was our mailbag section. Thanks, guys. Everyone wants to uh, join in and. You can go back as far as you want in the archives and find a topic, send us what you think, and we'll we'll talk about it. We'll give you a little love. So you yeah, give us love. Talk about. Yeah, I don't care if you talk about something we talked about a year ago. We'll bring it up. We need topics. Uh, which which Halloween re- reboot you like better? <laughs> yeah, what's your favorite Halloween movie? Which Halloween timeline do you like? Because there's six of them you can pick from. <laughs> Choose your own adventure. I still haven't seen number three, so. (laughs) 
my second favorite movie of this franchise. Put that in my box of gimmicks that I need to come pick up so I can watch your DVD. I, I can't remember if I texted you there bringing back the original Halloween in the drive-thru, but then they're also, instead of bringing back two with it, they're bringing back four and five. Ugh. And four and five always makes me think of uh, Halloween weekend, like randomly in the hotel rooms we're waiting yeah, to go to the show. I, I agree. <laughs> that those are, that's, so I'm like, oh man, that'd be a fun one to go see the four and five. I feel like drive-thru. that's all I see. AMC plays like one, two, four, five, the one with Buster Rhymes, and then it just repeats. <laughs> and I'm like, just please give me some in order. Or some different <laughs> ones, but yeah, I've seen four and five more than any of them. Six never appears on there, I don't feel like. Which one? See, now I get confused. Which one is six? Is that... The Curse of Michael Myers with uh, that would J- um, Josh Hart. Paul Rudd. Oh. Yeah, I guess I don't see that one that much. There's two versions, two endings to it. There's a uh, the one that circulated bootleg for the longest time, then they finally released a, DV- or a Blu-ray with the... Uh, like extra ten minutes director's cut. Jeez, now you're you're getting deep here. Uh, you're yeah. I, I'm in over my head. Uh, this is not the Halloweenies podcast, <laughs> which you don't, that's a good one to listen to. <laughs> well, we'll talk. They break about, down. They break down every single Halloween movie, and each episode's like three and a half hours long. Jesus. But the movie's like an hour and a half long, so <laughs> yeah, there's that, a lot in it. That's like if we were talking about Seinfeld episodes. <laughs> uh, speaking of long episodes, I've catching up on Bischoff podcasts and his are getting to be like three, three and a half hours long. And I'm like, Ugh. he's got nothing to do anymore. <laughs> <laughs> oh, come on. It's our boy. Uh, but yeah, I, I listen to that in two speed. So it's all good. Oh, what else is on the list here? Uh, things happening. We're not going to talk about the current wrestling, but let's talk about favorite Kamala memories. Oh, yeah. Rest in peace. Rest Kamala. In peace. I, I poured a little half ski here just for Kamala's memory, so I'll take that right now. Well, we'll toast to Kamala. <laughs> it's very respectful of the man. I, I said that. I go, Kamala is like the epitome of uh, when you think of like a wrestling character. Oh yeah. You're like, oh, what do you like about wrestling? Like, just look at this guy. <laughs> like, this is. <laughs> they don't make them like that anymore. Now they're all you know. Every guy is. Uh, Looks like an MMA fighter, normal looking dude. I'm like, no, this guy's painted like a madman, pats his belly. <laughs> yeah, he, he doesn't talk. He just he tries to pin people face down. Yeah. Did you did you see the old uh, wrestling magazine cover where he's got Hogan's yes, head on a? Yes. I've never seen that till this week, and I'm like, holy shit, I want to buy that magazine. Yeah, I, I've seen that before. I I don't know if I have it. I got to check the dates. I may have that stash that somewhere. One, that's a real cool cover. Did you see the remake that someone made with wrestling figures? No. <laughs> that's great. Speak, that's awesome. Speak, now, oh. Speaking of figures, I was going to say, man, I almost bought a Kamala a couple of weeks ago. And now I wish I should have because probably jump up in price. Yeah, I was thinking we need to change our what are you watching to what are you buying. So what, what did you buy this week with wrestling figures? Uh, nothing. Yeah, this morning... I was feeding Lucy, and my thing is, I like to make a game of it to see if, how low I could get stuff for from people. That's not try, a, you know, that's not a that, game. That's you being cheap. You're acting like it's also, a game. <laughs> it's it's more fun than to see if because that Macari app, mm-hmm. they always have an option to um, make an offer, and they give you like three different you know options. Like, say it was twenty four bucks, they'll say like 
20, 21, 22, so you click on which one. So why wouldn't you that's make an weird. offer? So, yeah, that's, that's kind of stupid. Um, so I don't know, yeah, it becomes like a game, like, a, like you're playing a slot machine. I'm like, let's see if I can get it for this point. So <laughs> I've been trying to get that Freddy Blassie, and I'm like, part of me wants to find it in stores, but every time I go to the Walmart here, all they have is basics. They have yeah. long time it was two Lana basics, and then they got a box of the new ones, but that's it. And I was like, yeah, I'm never going to find them, but they're like, you know, around 30 bucks. So I was like, I'll see if I find one. And there's one that popped up for 23 bucks and then five bucks shipping and then the tax on there. And I'm like, all right, that's 27, whatever. I'm like, well, I still got to make an offer. <laughs> so I made an offer just to see, but I'm like, then it sold for 23 because, you know, it's a good price. I'm like, yeah, I should have done it. <laughs> I screwed myself just trying to play a stupid game. Yeah, you that's win, win some, you I was passing some. time at 530 this morning, though. <laughs> Instead of watching uh, old SummerSlams, you're trolling online for wrestling figures. That, when I'm feeding uh, Lucy in the morning, that's wrestling figure hunting time. <laughs> that makes it okay. When you when you spend money <laughs> that you don't want to, you're like, oh, I was already right. Well, I got to save money anyways. This weekend's the big uh, claim sale from that guy. We like to all get in. Uh, we should should make that a live episode. Oh, no. What, does that, <laughs> we should. Oh, shit. Is that Saturday <laughs> night? It is. Oh, man. You want me to do it from Brendan's wedding? <laughs> <laughs> from the dance floor. <laughs> we'll be like, wait, everyone. I need to get this Terry Funk. That's, you gotta tell Bre- you gotta tell Brendan you gotta get the figures for me because I'm always on a big delay on mine. <laughs> yeah, my phone is always faster than yours. I forget, what did I do that time? I may have had my computer. And You're was, on your laptop, you said. Yeah. Oh, cracking one open there. Yep. <sighs> Podcasting, so I gotta have a few. Yeah, that's understandable. <laughs> so, yeah, my my hunt right now is. Is the uh, Rude and Freddie Blassie. And I went to the Target right here as well. And they had Liz and I passed on it. Because it's like, I'm going to go to Walmart Yeah, next that's week. a mistake. You should have gotten it. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I'm not really high on needing the Liz figure. But like Andrew said, they're going to put out the Mega Powers after I don't buy it. Yeah. You, but you need that. if she was at Walmart, that would have been a done deal. It's like 15 bucks there compared to 20 at Target. So I'm like, eh, I don't know if I really want it for 20 I'll be uh searching the countryside as I go to Brendan's wedding. So maybe I'll get some yeah, better. Yeah, you got a long, are you doing a road trip or are you flying? Road trip. Oh man, stop at every Target and Walmart along the way. Yeah, I'm sure Melissa's going to love that. <laughs> and while you're at it, stop at the Myers since apparently they might have a sensational sherry for me. <laughs> Just random Meyer in Ohio. You want me to stop at? <laughs> I could stop at the one uh, right on the border, pick up some yingling for everybody and swing on oh. over to the wrestling figure section. I was actually going to say you're going to um, Tasty Cake part of town. You might have to have you pick up some yeah. s- snacks are for you, me. Are you now uh, big on the Tasty Cake? You, you've learned. Well, we, we went. Uh, we went to uh, Pennsylvania last summer. I stopped there. I finally ran into a, what do they call Wawa? Oh yeah. Oh yeah, and I, I bought a <laughs> bought a whole bag full of those things. <laughs> One of every flavor. Just all different kinds. Yeah, I like the apple and the French apple or whatever with the frosting on oh. the top. Oof, it was p- funny because Daniel's family always assumes I'm not, you know, into sweets, but I'm just like an asshole for like touristy things like that, I guess. <laughs> so I'm like, I load, I got all those. I bought both cheesesteaks. I'm like, like, give me all the stuff that you're supposed to do as yeah. <laughs> a visitor. Oof, that's going to be a rough weekend. But yeah, I'll, uh, if there's a Wawa close, I'll take a picture and I'll bring you some. No worries. <laughs> 
Gotta get some cheesesteaks, gotta do that. There's a bunch of things I gotta do, so. Yeah, get a cooler, put a cheesesteak in there, maybe take the meat out of the cheesesteak, put it in the cooler. What? (laughs) (laughs) That's... Can you order a deconstructed cheesesteak? Can I get the bread and meat separate (laughs) and you can bring it back for me? I think the guy yells at you when you order wrong to begin with. There's no way he's gonna (laughs) let you do that. At the beginning of quarantine, they were offering, I seen online they had, you could order, like, kits of it. Oof. It was the good one. I can't remember the, which one was the good one. Did, so, it was the one Rhino said he liked. That was the one I agreed with. Oh, you're, now we're going to have an argument. You're talking, <laughs> that's the one I don't like. You like. It's the, the, t- the grimier looking one of the two. Uh, you're not talking about Tony Luke's, are you? No, it's the two that are right next door to each other. Pats and Geno's. Yeah. I think, I, I, I texted our buddy Bob. I think Geno's is the one that we used to go to. I don't remember. It's been a while. But I'll try it out. I'll let you know. Well, mm, I think Pat's <laughs> is the one I like. Ugh, disgusting. <laughs> you disgust me. Yeah, Pat's is the grimier looking one. That's the one I liked. As long as it's not Tony Luke's, because that's the one everyone likes. And I asked Bob, and he just goes, trash. <laughs> so, <laughs> you said, there's, is that the one by the ECW Arena, or that's another yeah, one? Yeah, that's right by ECW Arena. That's the one that your boy, the meanie, likes. Man, well, when I was there, they had a Ring of Honor show that night. We were back at the hotel, and I was, like, looking up Ubers to go by myself that night to see it. But it was just, like, it would have been, like, $120 in Uber fares back and forth to go to a shitty Ring of Honor show at the ECW Arena. But, man, that would have been a bucket list. Yeah, you've never been there. You're missing out. Well, it's not really yeah. the ECW Arena anymore. It's it's fine. Still, take a picture in front of that uh Graffiti on the front of it. Take a picture of the the retired names in the rafters. That's real funny. <laughs> yeah, what names do they have retired? Can't even imagine. It's like Tommy Dreamer, Blue Meanie, <laughs> real random. <laughs> Speaking of ECW, I've been watching some old ECW lately, and it's real funny. Um, that will come up in a episode here very soon, so I don't want to spoil. Are those but. on the? Those are on the network, right? Yeah, uh, I'm watching like '93. ECW, so it's like that's uh, because I watched that from the beginning and cut off when Cactus Jack came in. And I was gonna restart it later, so you're in the the funk. Um, it's like Funk, Snooka, hey, Dick Murdoch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a sweet feud. The rest of that show is pretty bad overall. <laughs> yeah, it's it's god awful. But Don Morocco's on there looking all chubby. Oh, come on now. <laughs> I love Don. I'm just saying. It's not like he looks like he's 1989 out there. Yeah, it's, uh, he's jacked in 88, 89. Yeah, this is <laughs> 93. But we'll talk about 93 uh, in a future episode. A we're hoping that, that may be one of our next one or two. So that's a teaser. So stay tuned for that. You just want to get right into it? Do we have anything else to talk about? Or uh, want to get into the? We haven't even talked about what no. today's episode's about. What? what? <laughs> Now they're playing the music. <laughs> what music is that? The Lex Express music? SummerSlam. <laughs> the old Coliseum one. It's been a long time since we've caught you singing something. <laughs> Those are my favorite times. So, it is SummerSlam season. I don't know if there's going to be a SummerSlam. Oh, I think there is. 
Did they figure When's that out? When's it supposed to be? Like this Sunday or something? <laughs> <laughs> I think it's in two weeks. I think uh, I think I'm going to my buddy Sean's house for it. He's having a COVID-free watch along with a handful of people. <laughs> so we're going to spread out. And he said individual pizzas and oh, <laughs> just, nice. just like everything totally separate. So we'll go to the palatial palace that is my buddy Sean's house. I'll see if... Uh... The COVID petri dish, uh, young Hootsky, want to come over and watch it in the backyard? Oh man, <laughs> spread out outside. Yeah, you better spread extra wide for him. <laughs> so yeah, it is SummerSlam season. There may be one coming up. We don't know because we don't watch the current product. But we're talking. They definitely were. They definitely were teasing a out of nowhere match with Randy Orton. I believe is what it was called. Oh, that sounds good. <laughs> out of nowhere what is that even if whatever you like because remember the last one had the tagline the, greatest match in history or yeah. whatever yeah this one's tagline it just says it's like out of nowhere or something so what, what does that mean the eyeball is coming out of nowhere <laughs> maybe he's just gonna rko someone off the boat that it's gonna be on <laughs> off the boat so now you have me looking at SummerSlam 2020 Everyone who's listening probably thinks that we're dumb because we're talking about wrestling and we don't know what is happening in the current product. But I'm flipping through to see what is actually going on. So it looks like we have the Street Profits versus Andrade and Angel Garza. We have Drew McIntyre and Randy Orton. We have Apollo Crews versus MVP because you have Bobby Lashley and Shelton Benjamin, so why not have MVP in the match? That makes sense. Uh, we have Seth Rollins versus Dominic Mysterio. <laughs> that may or may not be the... Eh, never mind. We have uh, Sasha versus Asuka. We have Bailey versus To Be Determined. And we have Braun Strowman versus The Fiend Bray Wyatt. That's a rough card. That's a card. That's something. <laughs> There's seven title matches... And one Seth Rollins and Dominic match. <laughs> uh, hopefully, uh, Randy Orton wins the title because whenever I catch anything of WB, he is the man right now. Yeah. Hopefully, Bray Wyatt finally wins the title back from Braun. I saw the one I'm looking at. Oh, go uh, sorry. The one I'm looking at also is predicting Matt Riddle versus King Corbin will be added. That's to the interesting. Card. I uh, where's I going with that? Uh. I don't know. Whatever. I'm I'm lost. No, we don't care about current SmackDown. We don't care about current SummerSlam. We care about past SummerSlams. So that is what we're here today. We're doing the SummerSlam Fantasy Draft. So if you are a fan of ours, which I don't know why you would be, but you would have heard (laughs) in the past we did a WrestleMania Fantasy Draft where we took... Our favorite matches, we had some rules, and we kind of built our own SummerSlam, uh, WrestleMania card. So we did the same here. Uh, we have uh, all the SummerSlams from uh, 88 to 2019 at our disposal. Uh, we are picking eight matches. Uh, no repeats of wrestlers, so you can't have, you know, uh, Bret Hart versus... Uh, um, Who's he wrestled? Mr. Perfect and Bret Hart versus Owen. You know, you can only have one guy throughout the whole show like it's a real show. No repeats of wrestlers, no repeating titles, uh, no repeating shows. So you have a show from 2014, 
No other match or a match from 2014. You can't have any other matches, uh, and you can't repeat a stipulation. You're in agreement with that one, right? Yes. <laughs> uh, yeah, mine mine is close, was, but well, you can't have just like eight cage matches. Is the point? Uh, right. So, uh, I guess the, I didn't know that was the, I didn't know that was an official rule, but I when I was making mine, I tried to make it realistic on a card, kind of. I, I guess there's a couple that there's like a couple uh, Helena cells in a row, and like we just don't want you know the whole show of Helena cells because. Right. Why would you make no a whole? Sh- Why would you make a whole show of the same stipulation? <laughs> WWE. Uh, and then of our eight matches, we figured we would have that to further make this more interesting. One world title match, one secondary title, one tag title, one women's. I don't think we determined if it's a women's title match or just a women's match, but I went with a title match. And uh, four wild I think cards. You, I think you can count both just because there's not many. Yeah, I think however your, you know, whoever your list wants to go. So, um, those are the rules. We may post them. We may not. It's not that difficult. It's not like the WrestleMania one where we had two secondary titles and one Undertaker match and one this and one that. So, uh, <laughs> I definitely broke my rules in the middle of uh, the WrestleMania when I caught myself and realized I had to change a match out halfway through. Oh, man. Yeah, I've been double-checking mine. I just want to make sure that... Uh, it's easy to just overlook someone or a year or something. Yeah. Uh, I think I'm good. I went through and... There's one... When we get to it, there's one year that... I, I think my official favorite SummerSlam is that year because there was like three or four matches I wanted from it. Yeah, there's a couple here that are... It's tough. We've talked about it. There's a couple of guys who have multiple, multiple matches that are really good at SummerSlams. Uh, Bret Hart, uh, Brock Lesnar, CM Punk. Like, there's, it's tough. Once you knock one of the, uh, Mick Foley's got a bunch. So, you really got to be careful with which, which ones you pick and work your way around it. So, everyone yeah. can play at home. Send us your, uh, your emails, your tweets, your touts, and we'll, uh, <laughs> If you see anything different than that we could have done, let us know. So interpretive dance it through TikTok. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Uh, send it via sign to at Attitude Era Signs on Instagram. <sighs> I like when you called me out for posting one we posted uh, <laughs> previously. Not the first time we've done that, so that's okay. Yeah, I mean, there was a two-year gap, so we got new new followers there. <laughs> yeah, there's nothing wrong with that. Oh, there's something wrong with my headphones. I'm hoping that it is recording what I'm talking. So we may, this episode may be lost. <laughs> oh, no. That's okay. I think I'm going to run a quick test. I'll cut this out. Test, test. One, two, one, two. Okay, I think it's working. So that's Hopefully good. mine's getting recorded uh, it recently. Lo- it looks like it is. It actually sounds better than it usually does. So you're well, good. Well, because my personal computer is a decade old, and this one's a uh, work one. Oh, we're going to have to bleep that out. <laughs> we don't want to, we didn't talk about anything work related today, so that's good because it's good, good for you. That means your stress level is not as high as that's it usually is. T- totally incorrect. That would be the exact opposite. <laughs> that means my stress level is so far off the charts that I can't talk about it anymore. So you're, you're broken. <laughs> yeah. I need to go in the lake of reincarnation. He's play that piano over the loudspeaker at work and walk in laughing. <laughs> Anyways, so <laughs> SummerSlam Fantasy Draft. 
Uh, ready to go. I'm ready to go. So, uh, who, who wants to go first? We're you, flipping a coin, flipping a virtual coin. Uh, how about, uh, yeah, that's fine. Let me think. We go, flipping coin generator. <laughs> <laughs> uh, before we get started, how about I do this? I'm going to, I'm going to start. Here we go. Okay. Uh, before my show even starts, I'm going to take you to something outside of my eight matches. I'm going to go to the free-for-all. And just oh. just outside of my, my eight matches, I want to uh, tantalize this you. Is Aaron didn't tell me. I, I couldn't pick a free-for-all match. Well, Aaron didn't tell me that we could pick a legacy pick for the <laughs> Hall of Fame. I, <laughs> I'm going with the famous Steve Austin versus Yokozuna from 1996 <laughs> in the free-for-all. Where uh, I just learned today, I never knew this, that that was worked. Where Yoko the broke, broken rope. Yeah, I thought that was real. <laughs> I did not know that that was planned. I, yeah, I, 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 I thought it was real when it happened, and then at some point, I kind of realized it was. I don't know where. I guess I haven't yeah. seen it in forever because I can't find it anywhere. But that's uh, that's starting off my show there. Nice little quick. Quick little match, minute and a half. Yoko and Austin. Ninety-six Austin is criminally. I don't know if he's underrated, but ninety-six Austin is sweet. Like him and Savio are sweet. I don't know. I like. I like the way he worked when he had the uh, stars on the boots. <laughs> it's crazy that I can't picture him wrestling or feuding with Yokozuna in ninety-six. <laughs> I don't think he feuded. I think they just did like a one-off match. It just doesn't seem like those eras mesh do you also with that pick do you also get the pool party which was fantastic during that do you remember that that? is that with jerry lawler and the the baby ruth in the pool yeah t.l hopper pulls (laughs) the baby ruth i can't believe that's 1996 it seems like t.l hopper should be way before then but and that's where they start like pushing the uh sexual boundaries a little bit they have all the uh, women in bikinis at the pool party well that's a good start to the to our uh, fantasy draft so <laughs> that's the beginning of the attitude era with the seed <laughs> all right so i just wanted to throw that in there and uh i thought that was a fun little well, open so uh, unless uh, i'll throw in mine oh if you want one yeah go right ahead top top ahead here so we're gonna be outside the arena no matches here. This is going to be the party outside the <laughs> oh, arena. No, don't don't do it. It's when, it's when the old Lex Express pulls into the palace parking lot and thousands upon thousands of people congregate as the thousands entrance of the building. Upon you got it was like twenty. <laughs> you got the merch stand outside. If you go on the network and watch it, it's fantastic. You got this giant merch stand out there. All these people and. There's a guy dressed as Abe Lincoln. There's a giant George Washington paper mache headman. <laughs> All sorts of nonsense. So the part, the party in the parking lot with the Lex Express is showing up for the big culmination. That's that's my free for all pick. All right, so I guess I really have to start here, don't I? Uh, okay. Um, did we like do any order last time? Did we do like all of our wild cards first? Did we sprinkle in? I don't remember how we did it. Uh, I think we sprinkled. It. I think we kind just, of just made it how we wanted our card, you know, to flow. Yeah, that's tough. Uh, all right, I'll. <laughs> uh, 
I'll go. Just because you don't know how to book a show from top to bottom, it's not my fault. Unbooking a wrestling a television <laughs> program, bro. Speaking of, let's just go back real quick. Did you listen to the fantasy figure fed? The no, um, just I just listened to the draft today. Oh god, that's so funny. I'm I'm in. <laughs> that, that's very very good. That idea is so great. I love it. Yeah, we should have thought of that a long time ago. That's why. Now when we come up with ideas, I need to jump on them because I hate when other people do right. stuff that are too good. I like I like your idea. It's unique. I think it's good. I think I'm going to pitch it to another podcast for a whole nother whatever. But we, we got ideas. <laughs> <laughs> we got to get ours done first. So, Okay, my first match. I'm starting off hot. I am going uh, with a wild card match. I am going 1989. You remember 1989? It was a good year. Oh, I just just watched it. Oh. Uh, This may surprise you that I'm using him here, but I am going the Heart Foundation versus the Brain Busters. That's a good match. Holy shit. Like, on paper, it sounds good, right? But, like, looking back and rewatching it, it's kind of crazy that the Brain Busters were probably in WWF for, like, a year, right? Like maybe not even because he because Tully was gone for summer for Survivor Series that year, right? Right. Um, the dream match, like, why do we not just? How do we not picture that as a dream match of the Horsemen versus the Heart Foundation? You know, right. like if that was two years earlier, that's stuff that like you read about in magazines that is uh, not not doable. But those two teams right. together, good lord, and uh. What was weird, and why I can fit it in as a wild card match, is that the Brain Busters were the champs, but they it wasn't a title match. Right. Because they, <laughs> I was just watching it, like, <laughs> they they were di- discussing it, and Shivani was, like, wondering why they didn't put the titles up, and Ventura had to, like, tell them why they didn't. Yeah. And stuff. They signed the contract before they won the titles. They don't have to do <laughs> yeah. it. And just hearing Shivani on that guy, I know he was only there for, like, a year, but God, hearing him on WWF commentary is real funny. So that gets me super nostalgic because I'm a huge Rumble nerd as a kid. So like, his voice always makes me think of that real '90s Rumble. And yeah, yeah, it's funny that he's he's a WCW NWA guy, but like to me as a kid, that's exactly (laughs) what I know him as. Yeah, for a (laughs) hundred percent. You should go up to him and be like, you're the voice of my WWF childhood. Be like, what the hell are you talking about? He was one of the five. (laughs) I was there for two pay-per-views. What are you talking about? I watched that tape a hundred times, though. (laughs) (laughs) That's true. All of these I watched a million times as a kid. So, yeah, I'm going Heart Foundation versus Tully and Arn. Dream match. And a great... A great opening card match. Yeah. You know, set the pace. I believe that opened that show, did it not? It was one, I of, so. one of the first matches, I thought. So, yeah. Did I, they, I, was there any reason why they didn't put the belts online, especially since the Brain Busters won the match? Like, why would you not <laughs> make uh, a title match? That's a good point. Well, because the contract was signed before they won. Come on. <laughs> I understand. But, I mean, I guess back then, you didn't have to try to promote title matches as much you're kind of just throwing that one big match you know yeah I, those, those cards were like loaded with just matches with no rhyme or reason it seemed yeah there's just uh feuds that you know like oh outlaw ron bass and uh brutus beefcake or dino bravo and hercules but 
you could just throw two guys together because they weren't wrestling a hundred times, you know, a month on TV. They're wrestling job dudes, so it was exciting to see two two like big names real wrestle. names, yeah. Right. It's always good to see Sam Houston in there. <laughs> I like that pick. I'm shocked that you used Bret Hart in that match, though, with all the fucking Bret Hart matches. I know out there. that's it's funny because we talked about how you build around Bret Hart, but like there were so many Hart Foundation matches because they had two versus Demolition that right. I was kind of going back and forth with too, but uh, I don't know. I got to go with the Brain Busters and the Hearts. That is. I almost opened my card with a tag match, which also opened a uh, SummerSlam. We'll save that for honorable mentions, maybe. <laughs> but my opening bout, same thing. You got to set, set the show right. You got to get the crowd hype and ready to go as they enter the building. I'm going with one of his early matches. He's only been a month in the game. I'm going... Rey Mysterio, Kurt Angle, SummerSlam 2002 is my hmm. opening card, wild card match. Interesting. It's, uh, yeah, Rey is fairly new. I think he's been around a month or so and, like, kind of cruiserweight dude. So then they, you know, throw him out there with Kurt Angle. And you think Angle at the time is, like, hot as hell, you know, yeah. unstoppable. And he's a good wrestler, Ray too. Rey takes it. Oh, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Ray takes him, though, to, to the limit there. You think Ray has a shot to win that thing. And then they bury him because he wasn't our creation. <laughs> I hate that. That's uh, I don't know. Yeah. Good match, though. Hot, fast-paced. Get the crowd going. Two dudes who, uh, as, as much as like, I know Ray kind of gets like boring at this point now, oh. early WWE Ray was still super sweet you know everyone loved him from wcw and to see him wrestle top guys at the time yeah that's like one of those where he just comes in and it's just dream match after dream match right but uh mm-hmm. and that early 2000s angle is well you know talk about runs that might be you know one of the top runs of all time yeah for just great matches and great era yeah no he was yeah hand him, hand him anybody and he's gonna Put on a sweet match. Yeah, I haven't seen that match in forever, so I'm gonna have to go back and watch that. So, I'm I'm okay with that. That's a good pick. Little Ray Ray, back when he had two eyes. <laughs> and now, and now his, <laughs> and now his son's gonna be wrestling. <laughs> well, now that you're going that route, I'm gonna do it. <laughs> My second match, busting out the ladder, 2005. I am going Eddie Guerrero. Versus Rey Mysterio for <laughs> for the <laughs> for the custody papers of Dominic. <laughs> oh. that's, that's so great! I, that was on that was penciled in at one point of mine and taken off. Oh, have you rewatched that <laughs> recently? Yeah, like, fairly recently. So fucking funny, like. <laughs> people make fun of it because it's so absurd but like it's it really is worth the absurdity um well, we love the we love the absurdity so yeah it's, it's right up our alley and the match lives up to the hype still yeah. so um and all the promo did you watch the whole show the whole 2005 SummerSlam? Mm-mm. uh there's like a little vin- just that match there's vignettes the whole way through with like uh Vicky trying to like talk him out of the match and he turned it into like, well, you don't think I can win? Like it, it was really well done like that. Like, I guess I never picked up on, and maybe this is revisionist history. So someone can correct me. 
they were playing it off like Eddie Guerrero never beat Rey Mysterio. So, like, he just kept saying, like, I can beat him. I can do it. I can do it. Like, <laughs> but I, I don't know if that's just there or if, like, am I not remembering? He never actually did? Yeah, like, I don't know. That'd be really cool, yeah. but I can't. Of all their matches they had, like, we know they're sweet, but I can't remember, like, who right. won, like, or if he ever pinned him. I assume he did. That's just got to be part of the story, so. I mean, the big the big one, Ray won, right? The Halloween Havoc one. Yeah, I think so. I don't know. Like, but I yeah, guess I'm not good random, with remembering. Random nitros those two dudes are wrestling on. All the time. Who knows? <laughs> um, so, yeah, in my notes here... Uh, <laughs> When Dominic gets in the ring to try to like stop Eddie Guerrero from getting up the ladder, and he winds back like he's literally going to punch a little kid. <laughs> yeah. So great. Uh, when Vicky comes out to stop him, he just yells at her to go home. He's like, just go home. Like, oh, so funny. There's a couple missed spots, and like Guerrero fell off the ladder, looked like he legit hurt himself because he was not too pleased, but. Uh, the match was good, but I have another question that I don't think maybe they explained, and this is not my era of watching, maybe, so you can explain it to me. <laughs> Come on, this is like heart of uh, our favorite, or maybe it's a little bit later, our favorite uh, SmackDown run. I guess it's a little bit later. Yeah, Teddy Long. That's and still good. Kali. Yeah. <laughs> uh, how did they explain that Eddie was Dominic's real father? Did they just yeah, did they just say like oh yeah he cheated on his wife and like like <laughs> like how did they explain that you know it's just like <laughs> Vicky was like oh you're not doing this because you love your son you're doing it just to get back at Ray he's like no I'm not da 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 but I'm like what how do they explain that uh, maybe they they had it that he had had him before him and Vicky got together how long how long are him and Vicky together at that point I don't know. <laughs> it's just, it didn't. I'm sure they said it, but just watching it one off, it did not make sense. Yeah. <laughs> so, and it was clearly with. Back to your point, though. It was uh, with Rey Mysterio's wife. <laughs> so, like, like, how is that happening? Like, I don't. I don't know. And is is Dominic Ray's real son? Is he's adopted, right? No, that's a. St- <laughs> no, I think he's his real son, isn't he? Because he looks and sounds like him. Yeah. Other than being like 10 feet tall. <laughs> yeah, I think he's... That's the storyline in this, though, right? That he's Eddie's son. And yeah, he's but it, Ray adopted him? Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> God, wrestling's great. <laughs> 15 years later, and you're like, is he adopted? <laughs> hey, hey, you thought Yokozuna broke the rope for you, so don't give me shit. <laughs> oh, Come on, let's get serious about this. Back to your point, though, like it being a goofy storyline and stuff. Uh, like you said, Eddie, though, like saying how he can't beat him. Like Eddie is great, and that was like being dark and yeah, like just eating away at him. Like no matter how goofy the gimmick is in the storyline, like Eddie is fucking awesome at doing that. Yeah, I'm not just, like you know, making it work. There's people who are like Eddie Guerrero is like the best ever, and they put him right up on that list. And I'm always like, eh, like he's good, but I don't have him there. But I mean, watching back stuff like that, yeah, he he probably should be creeping into our list that we were talking about previously. Where I'm not saying he's like Macho Man, Flair, Taker level, but he's he's not too far behind. So we we gotta we gotta start incorporating him into that list. So we have to make our our 
our uh, tiers. Yeah. Try to map out where everyone is. That's going to be tough. Because that's just going to turn. Yeah, I don't know how we're going to do that. But we will. It'll be something to talk about. And he'll definitely be on there. So I have Eddie Guerrero, Rey Mysterio, and a ladder match for Dominic's love and affection. <laughs> <laughs> so great. <sighs> well, while you keep yours uh, over the top and goofy and gaga as another podcast like to say i'm keeping mine still straight good wrestling still dream matches but a little bit uh, further down the timeline we're going we're moving it all the way up to 2016 we're going tna versus wwe <laughs> dream match we're going aj styles versus john cena from uh, summer slam 2016 for my second wild card pick here that wasn't for a you title watched that recently oh you know what i i, I... I think I wanted to. It was on my short list, but I don't think I did. Oh, man. It's it's great. John Cena. I think at that point, people stopped giving him shit and realized he actually is the man. Yeah, but that's pretty borderline. Him and AJ go at it like nonstop there. I think he <laughs> Cena busts out that uh, Canadian Destroyer or something. Oh, you know, yeah, starts yeah. doing all those crazy shit. So, yeah, just a barn burner match, and that's his beginning of like aj just coming into being like five star five star just pumping out sweet matches you know yeah cena kind of does that he kind of uh has a history of helping people out you know <laughs> like that's sweet low key low key like how many sweet cena matches does he have in that run that era yeah there's no i mean i you'd have to go back and look i'm sure there's one at every he wrestles at every pay-per-view right but like yeah i'm sure he's got a ton of good matches that we just gloss over yeah, no, that was that was on the short list. I can't believe that wasn't for like the U.S. title. It just seems like one of those two should have the U.S. title somewhere in that era. Yeah, yeah. Now let me verify I didn't screw that up and pick a match for the secondary title. I think you're right because I'm pretty sure that was on. Yeah, I, I noticed that being a non-title match. So yeah, as I have my giant colored spreadsheet of, <laughs> I don't think I. Yeah, still, I got. Yeah, I got four Hall of Famers off the bat here with my uh I got tier two to two tier almost yeah, tier one to three level guys here. I'm I'm killing it in my first two picks. Are you saying that I'm not? The brain busters are not in your top tier. <laughs> They're solid. Son of a bitch. <laughs> we'll talk about favorite tag teams on another future episode. All right, uh, where am I going? Should we? Uh, I should probably pick a title match here, shouldn't I? Uh, Sprinkle in a title match. And I think I'm going to go uh, play off of yours, and I'm going to go to the next year, 2017, for the United States title. Speaking of U.S. title, I'm going AJ Styles, U.S. champion, versus Kevin Owens, uh, with Shane McMahon as a referee. Which was real weird. Like, there's a lot of weirdness in this match. I think we talked about it, and you're like, oh, there's, it was a good match, but the ending was kind of weird. Um, watching it back, like, not... Obviously, I kind of picked it just because AJ and Owens are, like, our, our uh, you know, uh, indie guys right. made good. We'd rather watch them than whatever else is on TV right now. But... uh I couldn't really figure out who's the heel and who's the face. It was real. <laughs> well, that's, that's perfect for those guys. You know, it's very ring of honor. Right? 
<laughs> right, right down the middle. <laughs> like Shane was there to screw Kevin Owens. Like they were feuding, but I still then couldn't figure out. Did that mean that like the fans were behind Shane? Or <laughs> like it was just. I'm not saying it was poorly done, but it was like three heels in there at the same time. Like I couldn't figure yeah, out. You couldn't pick up where where it was at. No, I had no clue. But that doesn't mean that those two aren't lights out. You know, in their prime, guys that we love. So um, again, shocking. I went with a U.S. title match, not with one of the million IC title matches that are in the history of SummerSlam. But you know, you got to do what you got to do. So. I recommend going back and watching it. I didn't think the ending was that bad. I just thought it was a little wonky that uh, right. you couldn't really tell who you were supposed to cheer for. And I'm sure it made sense if you watched like pay-per-views and Raws before that. But God, I just I couldn't. It was weird. Couldn't figure it out. When uh, when I was working on this and co- going through kind of uh backwards because i'm like you know we know the early ones very well oh yeah we know the you know modern stuff well and i'm just yeah i was just picking off aj styles and kevin owens matches left and right to like see which one you know to kind of pull out of this yeah if anything this got me watching some of the more recent like five or ten year SummerSlam. so yeah there's a lot of uh hidden gems sprinkled in there of like like both these matches that we just picked are ones you kind of would see on raw randomly especially oh yeah no, no, and Jesus. aj and you're like you could easily flip past it and not pay attention but you're like oh these are just a couple of sweet matches buried here and yeah I, past couple of years of summer slams if that was on raw i tell myself i want to watch it but then right. I, I see that i've got eight weeks of that and impact and <laughs> you know and i have to go through it i just i can't can't dedicate 20 minutes every monday to watching that but i want to but, right. It's just how many times can they do it? But, you know, when they're on the big card, at least you know it's a good match to watch. Big lights. Bright lights, big city. AJ and KO. <laughs> probably at the, probably in LA. Because weren't they there a bunch of times in a row? All these are probably yeah. at the, <laughs> the Forum or whatever they call it now, Staples Center. So, yeah. Although looking at this, I think the Staples Center stuff was early 2010s because I have 16 pulled up my computer, and it's Barclay Center. Oh, yeah, they switched it over there, didn't they? Let's see, 17 was also Barclay Center. So, yeah, they, they kept their run in the same venues. but That makes sense. They should all be outdoors on the beach. <laughs> They're about to be. About to be on a boat. <laughs> oh. They should do it at Club La Vila. <laughs> okay. Empty Club La Vila. We need to go backwards. I apologize. Let's pause this for a minute. Did you... <laughs> We didn't talk about the boner yard match. <laughs> talk about well, yeah, we didn't. What are we watching? We did not bring. That talk up. about being outside and full of nonsense. Oh my god! Very Stranglemania, like it was yeah, fantastic. it really was. Like that was straight up Stranglemania. It's a fucking Ric Flair impersonator guy. It was so funny. I still need to go back. I don't think I watched like the, I missed the first ten minutes, so I need to go back and. Oh really? <sighs> but yeah, that was. Worth the watch from the Good Brothers. Danielle even she didn't watch all of it. She watched almost all of it, but the main event. I'm like, how'd you miss the main event? But she was cracking up, especially the Hornswoggle match when yeah. he climbs to the top and jumps. And they like the cut g- real shitty and <laughs> him getting caught. <sighs> High quality. Can't wait yeah. for Talking Shop of Mania too. So. That was good. Poss- possibly some uh, collab stuff coming Ooh. down the line. A little teaser. 
Well, as we're talking about uh, the boner yard match, I have my wife and mother-in-law walking you have a down. Boner? The- <laughs> I have my family coming down the stairs of the studio, so maybe they'll chime in with what their favorite matches of uh, you know talking shop of mania. All right, so it's up to you. You're, I think you're. Next I'm gonna, time. I'm gonna do a title match as well, but I'm not doing my secondary title. I'm gonna knock my tag tag ones out of the way. And the way things are going, you might be uh, the same one here. We'll see. We're going uh, 2000. We're going the uh, first TLC match: Dudley's Hardys and Edge and Christian. Uh, yeah, we might as well just jump in. That I did the ex- together. Yeah, I did the exact same thing. How can you not? This, so this is the problem: is it was between this. Well, I'll get to my other one down the line, but. There's not many choices when it comes to tag title matches on SummerSlam. Uh, Yeah, I think I have a list of that that I want to talk about, but we can wait till eh, we can do it now. You uh, you talk about how great TLC is, and um, I'm going to pull up my list. (laughs) Well, yeah, I mean, there's no really dig too deep into this one because you're a wrestling fan. You've seen this plenty of times, but second of the trilogy. but tons of like crazy ladder spots, like that one of Bubba Ray flying off the side, the one where they dump uh, Matt Hardy backwards through the table. Yeah, yeah. And then Lita takes that brutal spear and hits her head on the, the ladder. But uh, yeah, tons of big spots. Those dudes are on fire at that point, like untouchable. Same way we were trying to angle in early 2000s is the way these these dudes were at this point. Yeah, it was uh that's definitely the the era. Talk about their era. Uh Right. Can you can you touch that match, you know, like one of the better and a little bit of a spot fest, but I mean one of the better matches of our lifetime, would you say? At least Yeah. You know, most famous. Where do you where do you uh sandwich it out of the trio? That's kind of hard to pick which the what's the best of the three. Oh, uh now I'm getting them confused. One was at WrestleMania, right? The first yeah, at WrestleMania 2000, which was I think just a ladder match technically, and then this one in 2000 or in WrestleMania 17 were TLC. Oh considered. yeah, yeah, 17. So God, 17 was real good because that's when you had Rhino. Is that when Rhino, Lita, and Spike Dudley and all Spike came Dudley. down? So it's practically like three on three on three. And then. That one has that insane edge spear. Yeah. Where he's dangling. But back to this one, you had that where Matt Hardy and uh, Devon are dangling, kicking each other, and they both <laughs> crash to the ground. Yeah, that's rough. I always. I nope. this for the first time, and that dangling spot to me blew me away. I was like, holy shit, that's wild. Yeah, I think I always heard that Devon was the one who didn't like heights, and they always made him do that spot. And <laughs> they made him hang it. from yeah. it. I always wanted that to happen and two different guys to pull the titles and to make them the tag champions. So like, yeah, I'm surprised that hasn't happened yet. Cause that's a, that's like, yeah, that'd be great to have right like there. Matt Hardy and him as champs. Like who would they wrestle? Like would they, right. Would they start joining forces? Would, you know, I, I just always thought that was, would be sweet. And they never did it. So hey, you could have a good run of funny storylines of their tag partners. Like, trying to screw the other guy over or something. Yeah, or then they have to wrestle like Bubba Ray and Jeff, but then like, why right. would they want to win? Like, it's nonsense. Okay, so instead of talking about this match, because I picked it, I'm going to talk about how bad tag team title matches were in 
SummerSlam history. So, going through the list, I have them uh, color-coded here. Uh, these are our choices, ladies and gentlemen. Like, this is why we picked TLC. Not only because it was, like, one of the best matches of all time, but the choices were fucking awful. So, 1988, we have Demolition and the Heart Foundation. Now, that's solid. 89, we don't have one. 90, Heart Foundation and Demolition. 91, LOD and the Nasty Boys. Then we go to the next. Which I think that's a I think that's an underrated match. I like that one. <laughs> this is a street fight. Uh, <laughs> then we go to the Natural Disasters and the Beverly Brothers, which I also watched. Not bad. Steiner Brothers and Heavenly Bodies, which actually I almost picked. That's a good one. Ninety. 90- actually, what am I saying? This is some, these are all some solid tech matches early on <laughs> oh, here. God, it, get, it it gets fun. Ninety four, nothing. Ninety five, nothing. 90, <laughs> 96, you have the Smoking Guns, the New Rockers, and the Godwins. <laughs> Nin- that is my era right there. 97, nothing. 98, the New Age Outlaws versus Mankind. <laughs> <laughs> versus Mankind. That's why I throw them in the dumpster, yep. too, right? <laughs> uh, whoops, I just screwed this up. Go over here. Uh, 99, uh, the Big Show and Taker versus Kane and X-Pac. I'm sure that was good. 2000, we just talked about TLC. 2001, Taker and Kane versus DDP and Canyon in a steel <laughs> in a steel cage. 2002, you have Christian and Lance Storm versus Booker T and Goldust. Uh, next year, you have La Resistance versus the Dudley Boys, which I feel like opened every pay per view of that era. <laughs> right. <laughs> Here we go. 2000. This is how much. WWE loves tag team wrestling. 2004, nothing. 2005, nothing. 2006, nothing. <laughs> 2007, nothing. 2008, nothing. How do you have five years of no... Those are probably years where you have two sets of tag champs, right? Like... Probably. You're probably right, so, too. Yeah. Does that fall on the timeline? 2009, a big show in Jericho versus Crime Time. So that's the first one in six years. 2010 now. At least they at least they came back strong. They did. <laughs> that match was followed by Kane and Great Collie. <laughs> Might have been a spoiler. All right, it's 2010 nothing, 2011 nothing. So that is seven of eight years that do not have a tag title match, and you probably have two tag champions. 2012 starts a trend here. We have Kofi and R Truth versus the Primetime Players. 13 nothing. I don't remember any of that. 13 nothing, 14 nothing. So that's what, 2 out of 11? Uh, 2015, we have the New Day versus the Primetime Players, Los Matadors, and someone else that, that's cutting off. I hate off. all the like four, five way yep. tag matches. Uh, 16, we have the Good Brothers versus the New Day. Uh, with John Stewart. That, that should be sweet on paper, right? But it wasn't. With John Stewart. <laughs> John Stewart. Uh, we have uh, the Usos and the New Day. We have Dean Ambrose and Seth Rollins versus Cesaro and Sheamus. Bo Dallas and Curtis Axel versus The Revival. The New Day versus The Bludgeon Brothers. 2019, nothing. 2019, nothing. <laughs> oh, Alexa Bliss. Going back, though. You had Alexa Bliss and Nikki Cross versus The Iconics. That's your t- <laughs> Like... That could count it. I know some of those are funny, but like, how do you have a legit like 
nine of 11 years in a row without a tag title match. That's fucking god awful. And your second biggest show of the year? Yeah. And they have, uh, uh, those are all sprinkled in with like, how many, uh, not nothing against the New Day, but ton of New Day. You had a couple primetime players in there. You had random mismatch of nonsense. Like, I, just, I can't believe it. So, how do you not pick this match? Unless you pick the Steiners and the Heavenly Bodies. Like, that's... No, nothing wrong with it. That's probably the next one. That'd be the next one on my that's list. True. I'm down with the, fir- the first four or five are all. Well, the go on my list. Demolition and Heart Foundations <laughs> are fine, but, like... <laughs> Go rewatch the natural disasters and the Beverly brothers. And you tell me if that should be on your list. <laughs> I'll be watching it soon enough on my rewatch here. I like how you're trying to rewatch them all when SummerSlam's t- two weeks away and you're on 1989. Maybe all the, all the good ones. <laughs> well, you can skip that one because I actually watched um, a lot of that. So yeah, that's my rant. 2017 Usos and new day have to be good, right? Look, I'm looking at right now. They go 20 minutes. I imagine yeah. it had to have been a good match. You would hope so. Um. <laughs> that was on the pre-show. <laughs> it was on. They over 20 minutes in the pre-show. Oh, yeah. Three. But this is the era where the pre-show is just basically a normal match. <laughs> so dumb. So fucking stupid. Yeah. Yeah, that was on the pre-show. Now I want to go. I want to go back and rewatch that. That's probably why I didn't even like give it a shot because I was just going through the network. I mean, getting you know each year and going, all right, which match on here do I need to check out? It probably was good. I'm not like shitting on it. It's just funny that no, that, but yeah, like, that they, they they put it on the pre-show. So when you're going through and rewatching SummerSlams, you're just gonna completely ignore it because it's just that's it's saved separately, mixed in when they're just wa- they're wrestling every year a different. That's team. true. Yeah, there's no storyline to it. No. They're just gonna throw those teams together. I don't know how you liked your stories. I would, I would assume like this is the year before Good Brothers are in there. They're coming off like hot from Japan. Like that'd be a dream match. Yeah, should have been. The new day, but I feel like I remember that being shitty. I mean, John Stewart's there. It's a disqualification. <laughs> it had to be bad. <laughs> yeah, I can. love the Good Brothers, but can you pick out two matches they had in WWE that you remember? Talk, talk about. Other there's than there's boneyard. Uh, there's match. a future episode. Most disappointing runs in WWE. That's an episode we have to do down the line because they're yeah. up there. Vader's up there. Luger's up there. Well, oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, you can just go through the list of everyone who just got fired. I think we just had that episode. I <laughs> <laughs> can group everyone from TNA that's ever gotten signed by them. So yeah, no, that's a funny one. Remember that. So. All right, that's enough about tag wrestling because we spent more time on tag wrestling than <laughs> WWF has in quite a while. So, <laughs> so we both picked. Whoa. Quick intermission. Intermission. All right. Yeah, grab something. So while I was talking about tag wrestling for the past ten minutes, you could have uh, had an intermission. So, I am going to. Uh, I don't know. Go back and talk about. Uh, how you can follow us on all social medias don't forget that's at 20 by 20 pod and at 20 by 20 apparel that's 20x20 pod and apparel uh on the apparel side there's a lot of new things going on we've talked about it in the past but you have a couple new pins i think the newest pin just came out the uh 
I don't know what Chris is calling it, but it is the on fire limo pen. You back? What are you calling that pen? The new pen? He's not listening. Uh, we have. Uh, I'm back. Oh, you're back. What's the official name of the new pen? Ah, uh, I call it the chairman's limo. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we have the chairman's limo pen. Uh, you still have the call to action shirt. You can pair that up with a uh, Lex Express pen. Lots of pens, shirts, TNT poster still available. Uh, lots of good stuff over at the www.20by20apparel.com. Sponsored by Blue Chew. <laughs> I wish. <laughs> Sponsored by... Have you noticed all the Conrad shows now have like all the... Com- ton of commercials in them now. Um, even the... Uh, I have not. Even the Major Brothers have a bunch of commercials. Like... Like, yeah, like I've noticed they've had some high level commercials. Like yeah, yeah, paid now. So there's a lot of uh, a lot of stuff going on. We have no commercials. We're not being held down by any sponsor. We do what we want when we want, how we want. <laughs> it's not because no one wants to sponsor us. It's because we can't be reined in. That's what it is. <laughs> But please, if you're out there, we'll show your product. <laughs> Give us something, please. <laughs> okay, so we're back. Um, I have picked one, two, three, four. You have picked three. So I believe you are on your fourth. I have to take another one here. I would hope so. So <laughs> thanks for volunteering. Um, what I just asked you to do. <laughs> so since I had a gimmick match, uh, I need a little come down match. I'm gonna. I'm going to take my women's title match. I'm going to... Not much to pick from here without tag matches. Didn't have a lot of choices here. Well, not many choices for the women's division. But we got a pretty solid match here. We have 1994. (laughs) I was really afraid we were going to pick the same one, and then you said that. (laughs) Luna Vachon needs someone to take out Lundra Blaze. She can't do it herself. And she brings, from the Far East, she brings... The undestructible Bull Nakano, which as a kid, I thought no one was going to beat Bull Nakano. She's about to beat Bret Hart for the title. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> she does not end up winning the title, but solid match. Bull Nakano does a sweet uh, leg double leg drop off the top rope, lands right on her ass. That looks brutal. Yeah, I, I looks like remember a- that. God, that was 94? That's weird. Probably the best match on the card. <laughs> now I'm gonna have to go back and look at that uh, 94 card. Yeah, I think 94 is yes, main evented by Undertaker and Undertaker. Mm, that's a good one. <laughs> yeah, that show looks high quality. Uh, actually, we do have uh, my boy Lex Luger getting uh, taken out by his uh, backstabbing friend Tatanka. <laughs> that Razor Ramon and Diesel match is kind of sweet. I feel like I just watched that with. I think me and Steve recently watched that last time I was over there. <laughs> um, I thought you were over there. Didn't we watch that? That whole pay-per-view? I mean, that was a Is that what we were watching where there was that sweet Tatanka shirt in the crowd? Yeah, and then it was Walter Payton came out with Razor Ramon. Like, I think, okay. I think we watched yeah, that Yeah, that, uh, that was his bachelor party. Or not his bachelor party. That was his uh, diaper party, which his wife went to labor that night. So he <laughs> was feeling great. <laughs> oh, good times. All about... Oh, yeah. Alondra Blaze, Bull Nakano. Solid match. I love Bull Nakano, so... Yeah, I need to rewatch that. That that's, that was kind of not exactly in my era, so I need to uh, rewatch that. I haven't seen it in a while. 
I know. And that's like the era where they don't have really any any matches for Alondra Blaze. She's a champion, but she fights the same three people every Yeah, no, that's I, I can't I can't imagine why they did that, but uh, they tried and just <laughs> many years later did the Divas Revolution come to pass. <laughs> so uh I just keep piggybacking off of you, so that's what I do. I'm also going to go with the women's match. I am going much more recent. I am taking it to the year 2018 with two women who uh, the internet doesn't seem to like for some reason because the internet doesn't like anybody. I am going (laughs) champion Alexa Bliss. Defending against newcomer Rowdy Ronda Rousey. Uh, match only lasted, I think, four minutes. Uh, Alexa tapped out and gave Ronda her first title. But the story like progressed from the last pay-per-view. I think uh, Alexa cost, uh, what's her name, Ronda the title. Because <laughs> she was wrestling uh, Nia Jax. And then she came in and cashed in and, and won the title. I kind of remember that, yeah. So uh, I guess uh, Ronda was chasing her around, finally got her, quick match, broke her arm, made her tap. Okay, I do remember that. That's where Alexa I, Bliss had like her arm bends all weird. I don't think it was that. Like It wasn't that first time. The one time where it totally okay. bent was like, oh, my God. Right. <laughs> so I think everyone thought that, and maybe they tried it. But, yeah, it was still like crazy looking but yeah it was real quick match only like literally four minutes but yeah it, it did its purpose i like alexa i like ronda rousey like i hope she comes yeah, back and, i thought ronda rousey was awesome yeah everyone complains about it but why you know she was she was sweet for what she was doing she she got people, it people just hate anyone who's not come up and you know who hasn't come up in wrestling no matter how good they get i mean brock lesnar at this point how do you really hate on Brock Lesnar? I don't know. Ask your boy Nick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I don't get it. I, I've, is it just because she's like, yeah, there's so many reasons, but I don't see any of them. I feel like from her first match, she's better than most people have been doing it for years. So she gets it. And uh, just like David Arquette, you go right in and <laughs> you're sweet from the start. So go back and watch it. There was another women's like a three-way on that show that I think some people thought was better, but I enjoyed uh, seeing Ronda win her first title. Oh yeah, yeah, Charlotte, Carmella, and Becky Lynch. Which I don't I, really remember. That. Yeah, I watched it. It wasn't like spectacular. Man, one thing about these late Summer Slams, the pay-per-view posters are very bland and generic. They're very uh, like, the exact same colors in the back, and it has just yeah. the people standing, like looking over their shoulder. Yeah, I yeah. noticed that too. Just cut out, cut out photos of each person. Very uh, plain and boring. I'd like to see you do better. <laughs> yeah, give, give me the job. 2017s. I mean, again, it's just a collage of people. But at least they have fun graffiti colors behind them. Yeah, I do feel like it's funny that you brought that up. The last couple have been just very similar. Yeah. Very basic. That's till uh, the the last one that at least tries to be creative is 2013 has them on a, ro- a roller coaster, which is kind of funny. <laughs> <laughs> which then they recycled for a WrestleMania roller coaster. <laughs> 2012 is a real funny one. It's just 
a very wet Brock Lesnar screaming. Eleven's <laughs> <laughs> uh, real bad and stupid. Sorry, I'm getting off track here. <laughs> when I thought you were going to go until you got to the, the DX hot dog one. <laughs> yeah. Maria Canales riding a jet ski is kind of funny. Yeah, that, that was a funny <laughs> one. Soon you're going to get to the uh, Sable where she just has the SummerSlam ass around her. <laughs> now I'm at the DX hot dog one. <laughs> <laughs> What's your favorite oh. SummerSlam poster? <laughs> Email us or tweet us. <laughs> Triple H has this big long kibasa and Sean has a tiny little penis. <laughs> John Cena's jumping into the pool. (laughs) That is a funny one. Maybe we need to do like favorite wrestling posters. Like pay-per-view posters. I'm 100% down for that. Yeah, that'd be a good one. We need some research on that. Actually, SummerSlam, all of them are really bad. (laughs) Look at the 2002 one with Rock's face in the the clouds. (laughs) I think I remember that from like... Because that's my era of getting all the DVDs, so I, I yeah. can't remember that. is probably the first good one when you go back. Oh my god. <laughs> 90, is 98 uh, Highway to Hell? Yeah, you got like a cartoon of Austin and Taker fighting with like, uh, Empire State Building yeah, and the Statue of Liberty. Yeah, yeah kind of like Godzilla kind of thing. Yeah. Whew. Not a lot of good pay-per-view posters at SummerSlam. I'm sure the first two or three are just like a blue background with like very Survivor Series-esque with just like the, the four guys in the, in the main event kind of sitting there. Yeah, 88's funny because you have a, the two you have two squares of the teams and then they have a, just a cutout of Jesse Ventura below it with like a burst bubble saying he's a special guest referee. Hmm. Well, I mean, it tells you what you need to know. 89 has that weird like video game graphic of the of Hogan, Beefcake, Zeus, and Macho. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah. Kind of WrestleFest looking. <laughs> WrestleFest looking. That'd be sweeter if it was just like straight 8-bit. <laughs> so you're telling well, us there's we, no good SummerSlam posters? 98's your favorite one? Uh, it might be. Or the hot dogs. Or Maria and the jet ski. 93 is real bad, too. It's all white with Yoko doing a bonsai <laughs> drop on the American flag. <laughs> that is a real funny one. What's, like, the tag? Are you still looking at that? Like, isn't there a really bad tagline, too? Yeah, because I was going to make the shirt, but the tagline's so bad. It's a uh, fat chance and somebody has to stop him. <laughs> <laughs> oh. We'll be talking about that in the near future. Trust me. Don't you? Wow, worry. 95. 95 is a great one because it's presented by Stridex. Oh, that's perfect. And the tagline's fa- face the heat. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, we've, one thing we've concluded today is the po- pay-per-view posters for SummerSlam all suck. <laughs> uh, and so do the tag matches. <laughs> All right, well, the, so the, back to me. Yeah, this has been a, a diversion. So, <laughs> so for being a quick episode, we've turned in another two-hour boy. <laughs> so I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with one of my two final wild cards, 
And this one is a wild one. These boys get at it. Oh, no. <laughs> we picked the same one. No. Is it 2006? Yes. Is it Flair and Foley? It is. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's both just praise how fucking awesome this match was. <laughs> <sighs> yeah. I, this was one of the first ones that I went back and watched to, uh, I'm like, okay, this has got to be good, right? And, uh, whew. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's a funny story. It feels like it's a little late. Like maybe my timeline is off, but they're like real life feud of being mad at each other seems right. way before this. But uh, I guess you got to do it sometime. But yeah, I mean, they, they busted out everything, right? I mean, yeah, they, they went all out. <laughs> Having a asking Flair to quit. And he's like, fuck you, son of a bitch. So he's yelling at him and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> the weird part about it, the whole like Molina thing is kind of stupid, but I guess that was at the time. I don't know. The, I mean, I can't complain about Molina running out of the ring, but I just, yeah, I didn't remember why. Yeah. Just like, <laughs> like her and Foley were best friends. Like yeah. <laughs> that's like a super random thing that happened. Yeah. But. I mean, it, it makes sense to, you have Foley quit because she, tries to save, you know, right. Flair's about to hit her with a barbed wire bat, so he <laughs> quits to save her, so he kind of save face with I get Foley that. losing that match. But but it's just a weird era of, like, Foley being best friends with the Divas like, for no <laughs> yeah, particular reason. Just because he's a yeah, creepo, man. Man, watching Flair take thumbtack bumps. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're in your element. You're t- talking about having a boner. Fucking... He does it again. Doesn't he have a... Doesn't they have a hardcore match on EC or WWE CW with uh, Big, Big Show? Show and, yeah. And takes a big thumbtack bump. I believe he does. We'll be oh, re- reviewing that real soon. <laughs> <laughs> we have to jump into that. This match, brutal, bloody as hell. Foley's bleeding. They're not fully. Uh, Flair is Fo- crazy. Flair's being like a stuck pig in this. Now, I didn't go so far as to watch like Raw's afterwards, but did like. No. Did Molina turn on Foley in the in the distant future. Like it feels like that, the next that sounds like the next sounds yeah. uh, <laughs> just like the next night he would have been like all apologetic and she would have been like oh da 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 and then she would have cost him a match and called him a loser for losing the match. Like yeah, I, I feel like I that's coming. You're kicking him right in the dick yeah. Of <laughs> yeah and then you're making him kiss someone's ass. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, maybe that happened. Maybe I'm just fantasy booking what should have happened in 2006. <laughs> but <laughs> that seems like something they would do. And in my head, that's what they did. <sighs> that's a good one. Yeah. <laughs> I, I should have known. That's funny. I didn't, of all the ones I thought you would have also picked, that was not the one I would oh, have yeah. expected. <laughs> that may have been the first or second one that I wrote down. <laughs> I have a feeling it held up because, like, yeah, in my mind, I was like, "Oh man, this match was sweet," and I'm like, "Oh, it actually was real sweet." I thought maybe it would have been as good, but they probably recreated it two years later in TNA. <laughs> Fortunately, <laughs> we probably think Flair was super old then. We probably go back, and he's not. There's another. Let's go back a second. I'm watching 1993 NWA WCW, and you just think Flair is so old, but God, looking back, he is young as. L in 93. Right. He's just going at it with 
Sting. Oh, sweet. But yeah, we, even him on uh, 97, 98 when I'm watching, I'm like, he's not that old looking. No, he's still <laughs> getting at it fucking 25 years later. So he's a good example of that. Oh, yeah, that was a good one. I, I should have known you were going to pick it, but I was. <laughs> I think. Yeah. I think maybe I was hoping you were going to go either Foley in the Boiler Room Brawl or Foley and Triple H 97 in that, the Big Blue Cage. Yeah, that's a good one. Like, I wanted to wedge one of those two in there, but then I have to take this Foley out, and like I had to do too much moving around. But I think about uh, as, as cool the idea, and as much as at the time I loved... Uh, Boiler Room Brawl, that one drags does, on. Does it not hold up? Yeah, I haven't watched it in 15 years. I mean, I haven't watched it in a long time either, and I wouldn't mind rewatching that pay-per-view because nostalgic, I love that one, but it's just super long, I remember. I'm like, it takes him for, forever to get to the finish, it seems. Yeah. I think mixing that up, I also was trying to wedge in uh, Triple H and The Rock from 98. Is that 98? Yeah, 98, the ladder yeah. match, and yeah, it's just that whole... I would have had to redo my whole list at that point. So, yeah, there's a few there's a few things that would went one way or another depending on like one or two matches. It's funny setting it up. <laughs> I think we're gonna be good until the main event. Uh, I have two left. You have three left. So it appears as though you got yeah, to you got to go I on. I don't think any on yours. I don't know. I feel like our, our world title match is going to be the same. Uh, no, it's not. Okay, that's good. Never mind. Proceed. You are, even though you've been picking and I've just been <laughs> picking backing off of you the whole time. Well, so I'm gonna, I got one wild card. I got my two tiles, so I'm going to break my tiles up, and I'm going to go with the very first match I picked. This is the <laughs> match that, as a kid, made me want to be a wrestler, maybe like reenact matches with pillows on my living room floor in the hot summer sweating like a pig but loving every second of it i got uh my ultimate warrior wrestling buddy i'm putting him in a figure or not a figure four i'm putting him in a sharpshooter i'm pretending i'm bret hart and that ultimate warrior wrestling buddy is mr perfect intercontinental title match SummerSlam 91 great match i had to pick it yeah <laughs> that's as one of the first ones that i watched too Oh, so good. And, yeah, we don't have to break down the match because, I mean, if you're a wrestling fan, you know. Yeah. It's just phenomenal. Go out of your way to rewatch that. But, yeah, the, I, I wanted to pick that right off the bat, and then I'm like, oh, God, there's no tag matches. And I I love the two out of three falls match with Demolition. So I'm like, do I pick that? And then I'm like building my whole thing around that. I'm like, no, I have to take this. Yeah. kind of title match. Even if Pete takes it, I got to take this one. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> I, I kind of have a new rule with watching wrestling that, uh, if I fall asleep during a match, I don't go back and watch it. I'm like, I fell asleep for a reason. <laughs> and I think I fell asleep during the two out of three and I kind of like couldn't follow <laughs> it. And I'm like, uh, I, I, I can't pick this and I can't rewatch it. So, Nothing against and I love when LOD comes out and pulls him out from under the ring. Like that whole story is yeah. great. I love Piper on commentary during it. Yeah, it's <laughs> super random and nonsensical. Uh, yeah, the commentary is real funny on that one, too. Um, but yeah, no, perfect in heart. I would have built it around, too. Like we talked about, there's so many Bret Hart matches. 
that you could build your whole list around. You kind of got to start yeah, with that. Yeah, it's wild. Like, how did... Well, we, didn't even, we didn't even touch on the uh, cage match with... Yeah. I would have thought I would have thought maybe you would have gone with that one. Oh, yeah. No. Oh, so many directions with Brett, Mr. WrestleMania. <laughs> Mr. WrestleMania or Mr. <laughs> SummerSlam? <laughs> Either one. Uh, yeah, Shaw might get Mr. WrestleMania title, but his uh, his arch nemesis is definitely Mr. SummerSlam. We need to. <laughs> There's an episode. We need to figure out who's the Mister for every pay per view. Mr. Survivor Series, that should be a fun one. <laughs> Mr. Extreme Rules. <laughs> oh, God. Mr. Capital Combat. Or Capital Punishment. Mr. Hell, Mr. Hell in a Cell. Well, that's got to be... Uh, that's probably Triple H, to be perfectly honest. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Mr. Bad Blood. Mr. In Your House. Oh. <laughs> uh, all right. In your house, got to be Sean as Sean as well. I feel like Sean always had sweet main events on In Your House. Yeah, there are so many of those. They're all over the board. <sighs> now I'm just like, <laughs> Mr. Backlash. <laughs> <laughs> Who wants to be Mr. Backlash? Nobody. I like Mr. No Way Out. I'll give it to Savio Vega because he brought barbed wire out on the No Way Out. <laughs> Yeah, well, I loved it. A random. That was that an eight man or a ten man of like all the main eventers and Savio Vega. <laughs> a main eventer anywhere in the world, but maybe not. Maybe not on that night. All right. Uh, so I have two more. So I have to break it up. Uh, what was my last? I don't even remember. I don't even remember what order I'm. Oh, Flair and Foley. <laughs> so you got to uh, kind of got to slow it down a little bit. Yeah, a nice, nice quick match here. No title. This is more for the spectacle and less for the match because the match is kind of eh. But remembering watching it is fucking insane. I'm going 2019, which was last year. <laughs> this is ridiculous in itself. Yeah, what the hell? <laughs> the the debut of the fiend. Versus Finn Balor, like actually, this I, funny thing is, is, I was thinking that, and I'm like, just today when I was finishing it up, and I'm like, yeah, I don't know the the yeah the Finn the the, or the Fiend debut is a monumental moment. It is like no and, matter what the match is, and I actually watched the, they wrestled two or three years before that where it was the Demon versus just normally us. Bray Wyatt and I'm like eh, right. these are both interesting I kind of want to watch them both back to back the first one was sweet like it was a good match but the second one I mean I don't I can find it in front of me but it was super quick and I just I was at my buddy Sean's house he's he's Mr. SummerSlam because <laughs> like he has a party every year and uh, it just it was it was quick like even people it was 3 minutes and 25 seconds Jesus Christ it does not seem like it was that quick but uh even like people who had knew nothing about wrestling, they were like, "What the hell is this?" And just the entrance, <laughs> the entrance, and him carrying like the lantern head, uh, yeah, he just this, wrecked this Finn Balor, which was nuts. <laughs> like we could go back and try to figure where did Finn Balor go wrong. Like it kind of sucks because he's the man, <laughs> but like it, that just it just happened. He just got fucking bum rushed, and now he's in NXT, which is fine. But I can't believe that was a year I mean, ago, which is funny. But 
I feel like it's 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 fitting for him though to be uh, just because of that. Like you said, that previous match. I don't think there's any other way you'd want to debut a new character by yeah. Bray Wyatt. Is let him just the guy who beat him when he was supposed to be the man, and just let him come out and destroy him as to you know birth this new character. Yeah, it was, and it's been game on ever since, right? And that's only been a yeah. year. Can't believe the fiend doesn't. That's, it's kind of nuts. Yeah, it seems like it's been longer, but Oof. they do they do well in not overusing him. But someone pointed out recently. They like have been promoting him being on SmackDown. They said, "Don't ever promote him. Just have him show up." Which I yeah, like, they should just be an entity that appears. <laughs> yeah, it seems like they <laughs> they say that the Firefly Funhouse is every week, but yeah, I don't really ever see them. Maybe that's only because they're kind of doing like it was like a trilogy with Braun, and maybe they just mm-hmm. have to hype up that okay, now it's time. Yeah, to... I, I mean, I get it. It makes sense because you want people to tune in for it. And we've talked about it before that. I think that they could have stretched out the demon a little further, but maybe they're actually doing a good job of not overusing the 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 fiend because like mm-hmm. he's been he kind of like eases into it, you know. Like now he he wrestles once or twice as Bray Wyatt, and then he busts out the fiend. Right. Like so that's good. It's not just like he's out there every week. Like yeah, that's the best. They don't have him just like yeah wrestling constantly yeah you know, he's very wide he's barely out there even when he was a champ i guess he wasn't really out there all the time you right know, he was out there as himself so that's good they're they're doing well they got some they got one thing going right over there yeah i'm still not watching it so <laughs> that's that's my uh right where it was in the pay-per-view right in between two title matches and uh right towards the end so that's where i'm putting it the fiend the Debut versus uh, Finsky. Fin oh, I, I'm fine with that one. I do remember being hyped for that match happening, just for like you said, the debut of the Fiend. So yeah, match itself kind of shitty, <laughs> but that's okay. <laughs> not what we're here for. Well, this match I'm picking is not shitty. This is a uh, this is a barn burner. Almost call it a double main event since it's not for the title, but it is a. Uh, it is a match to decide. We always we know for sure Bret Hart is Mr. WrestleMania. Well, modern day WrestleMania, we gotta decide who's Mr. WrestleMania. I'm going 2013. Brock Lesnar versus CM Punk. Oh my god. What? <laughs> oh yeah, man. <laughs> 2013. It's the it's the battle for uh for Paul Heyman's Paul love. Heyman guys. <laughs> you also you keep <laughs> and, saying WrestleMania instead of SummerSlam. <laughs> But that's okay. You keep saying <laughs> You haven't butchered anyone's name in a while, so I got to get you on something. <laughs> oh, yeah. This this is a great match. I just watched this today. and uh, it, it was a no DQ, so I thought, oh, maybe this is just going to be like like a 99 match, you know, where they're just hitting each other with chairs. Oh, jeez. Yeah, let's go right into the crowd and fight all the way up. Yeah. You definitely have chairs. You definitely have the announce tables. But, like, it starts off with, Brock being Brock and just being the piss out of him. You think, oh, here it is. Brock's going to you know, destroy him. But then Punk makes a comeback. And even rewatching it, there's a few times where I'm like, holy shit, fucking Punk's going to win this thing. But how does. Uh, so, like, I, now I need to go back and rewatch this legitimately. I, I know we joke about Punk being a string bean and you <laughs> hating on him because I like him. <laughs> Did he, like, legit stand up like this could be a legitimate match? It, it, it didn't make him look like it was Rey Mysterio versus 
the big show like that did he no there's there's a few points where you're like oh shit he's gonna win the match like he gives him the go to sleep and everything <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> yeah and when i'm watching i feel like we watched this together and i feel like we were like on the edge of our seat during it like it's hard to remember you know this era because I, I remember watching the taker sean and clearly remember us all like on the edge of our seat losing it and then when i rewatched this i'm like i think we were like watching this together on the edge of our seats yeah, it seems right. I'm looking at the card. Yeah, I mean, it doesn't, nothing rings a bell, but I mean, yeah, that era, I'm sure we, we probably watched it. Yeah. If you haven't watched this one in a while, go back. It's a great match. Uh, Your boys, boy CM Punk. Yeah. I mean, I need to, uh, yeah, <laughs> George agrees. <laughs> He's turning. Uh, yeah. I need to go back and watch that. I'm, I'm shocked. Uh, that's like the, the <laughs> that's why that's why my card is that you know it's so good you didn't even expect I pulled a CM Punk match out that's better than yours <laughs> I don't even have a CM Punk match on mine <laughs> and you called him Mr. SummerSlam because <laughs> he has a, t- a ton of sweet SummerSlam matches in a row and they're all for the title Speaking of sweet SummerSlam matches, this is the heart of Brock Lesnar having sweet SummerSlam matches. This oh, around here. Oh, you just wait. You just hold on one second. <laughs> so uh, I'm going to go back and rewatch Lesnar and Punk. That's uh, going to be on my mission. I'll watch all your matches here because I want to want to see where you're coming from. <sighs> <laughs> yeah, I had three that you don't like fully remember. That the Cena, AJ, and the Angle Mysterio. Yeah, some of these just weren't even like on my on my radar. I don't know. But that's why I put in the research. Because <laughs> I've been ready for this for like a month. I watched these so long ago. And I finalized my list and you've been dilly dallying since fucking June. I'm always ready. You're not always some other re- podcast says. <laughs> you're not always ready. I'm, <laughs> you're the opposite of always. I got now. two I got two kids as some other podcast also says. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Don't use that. Please both their lines. <laughs> oh, whatever. All right. So I'm going to uh, recap my list here and then go into my main event, which has got to be better than what are you picking? I got to think about this. <laughs> so I started off my show pre-match, pre-show with uh, Steve Austin versus Yoko Zuna from '96. Oh, I don't know the order that I did these in. I'm going to try. Uh, I did <laughs> Brain Busters and the Heart Foundation from 89. I did Eddie Guerrero and Rey Mysterio for Dominic's adoption papers. <laughs> I did uh, AJ and KO from 2017. I had uh, TLC 2000. Let's see, I had uh, Ronda Rousey versus Alexa Bliss in a nice four-minute match. I had (laughs) Ric Flair and Mick Foley in a bloodbath. And I had The Fiend's debut versus Finn Balor. Oh, man, I I ran away with this. Your best matches are already on my card, so. (laughs) Jesus. Come on now. So, (laughs) this all changes right here. With my main event, 16 minutes and five seconds long, and it is one-sided domination. 2014, Brock Lesnar (laughs) defeating John Cena for the world title. 
and his suplex after suplex. It's just he gets no offense in whatsoever. And everyone's just like, where did that come from? <laughs> like, what did we just watch? But I have a... It was unbelievable at the time, that's for sure. Yeah. I did not expect that to happen. Like, Lesnar was... I mean, he was sweet before then, right? Like, he was still kind of... He was dominating, but, like, not like yeah, that. Yeah, but to do that to do the guy who was the man for the longest time, like, the poster child to be... You never expected to see that happen. Yeah, he went from, like, main event guy to, like, ridiculous main event guy in one match. Yeah, definitely not a back and forth. Cena had a little bit of offense, but then just got shut down right away. That is what what year was that? What year? Yeah. Uh two thousand and fourteen. Okay, so that's the year after the punk one. So I was trying to remember like I said, punk is getting beat down early on and it kind of makes a comeback, so I was trying to remember if I mean, Lesnar overall is always going to beat the piss out of people. <laughs> yeah. Um, but. I mean, Lesnar goes on a run there where he's like him versus Triple H, him versus Punk, him versus Cena. Uh, I, don't, I don't see him in that Reigns. one. He's got the one with Reigns and uh, Braun. Is it with him? Joe, Reigns, and Strowman. <laughs> Four-way. Yeah. Uh, the, <laughs> the one where he beats Randy Orton when he uh, knocks him out. Yeah, he beats the piss out of Randy Orton. He's got another Roman Reigns. He's got Seth Rollins. Like, yeah, he's got a string of sweet ones, but had to pick one, and I had to go with him dominating the man. Now, this brings up another question. Where is Lesnar on our list? All, t- uh, all time low. Uh, yeah, like, he's... He might, he might be in that macho uh, bracket, <laughs> macho Undertaker bracket. That's crazy. <laughs> But how do you not? Yeah. Though, like, is, is he getting more weight because he's known he's known crossover because of UFC that helps him, you know, in that realm? Is that, are, are we, does that hinder it? I don't think it hinders it. Uh, are we insinuating? Uh, I guess it depends on how our list is made. You always seem to lean towards, like, pop culture, knowing outside of wrestling. But, like... Yeah, that that's how I fully... Uh, break them out because what about just like when straight? You're just, when you're just when you're just viewing it as wrestlers, yeah, you're gonna have you're gonna have Ric Flair, you're gonna have you said Eddie Guerrero could be up there, but when you have to make it have tiers of like impact, impact, <laughs> I I gotta say that pop culture has got to be one of the top measuring sticks on yeah. there. Yeah, and he's right up there. It's the man, Brock Lesnar. <laughs> So that's my main event. Brock Lesnar, John Cena. I think that was one of the first ones I picked and built around. So, Was that the uh, main event of the show? Yeah, of course it was. <laughs> Why this show was weird in that era where there's like three title matches and I don't uh, know who's headlining. I mean, there were some great matches on that show like Stephanie McMahon and Brie Bella. Which when I was oh. when I was randomly searching stuff at the end here, I feel like I've heard people say that match wasn't bad. Uh, so I've seen a lot of lists lately of like top five underrated matches in WrestleMania, <laughs> and that was definitely on one I just saw today. I'm like, uh, okay. You also called it WrestleMania just now. <laughs> Damn it, SummerSlam. <laughs> yeah, um, I saw that on there. I saw like the. 
Shawn Michaels and Razor ladder match on there, and I'm like, why is that underrated? <laughs> Which maybe because you're yeah you're used to the Mania one. That's another little trait you've noticed on SummerSlam is the WrestleMania rematch at SummerSlam on big matches. That's kind of a cool little yeah. Like uh, get Angle and Brock again, those two again, the the TLC match again, K- Kane and uh, Kali again, as you pointed out. <laughs> I mean, that's a good one. Now I'm looking through and <laughs> seeing other stuff. <sighs> you know what match I almost... Well, well, we'll wait. I don't think you picked that one. All right. Let's see. What do you got? Go through your I, list. I've, I've, I've won this already before I even get into my main event. All right. Well, then, well good to see everyone. We'll uh, <laughs> see you later on. My opening bout, Angle and Rey Mysterio from 2002. Uh, I then had... Uh, he says kind of hard. Make sure I, I know which order. Cena and AJ, 2016. Barn, another barn burner. We got two. Dave Meltzer, five stars. We're off the bat. <laughs> I, I don't think that's true, but okay. <laughs> and then uh, uh, the one of the only few good tag matches, of course, the TLC, Dudley's Hardy's Edge and Christian from 2000. I have Alondra Blaze and Bull Nakano from 94. Okay, Always boy. Okay, boy, Kelly. <laughs> the uh, gruesome, gory Flair vs. Foley from 2006. I quit match. The match that made me a wrestling fan, Brett vs. Mr. Perfect, SummerSlam 91. Then the runner-up for Mr. SummerSlam, Brock vs. CM Punk in 2013. <laughs> so now you have to decide what's the world title match. A few choices came to mind, but I had to go to one of my nostalgic favorite pay-per-views. Best match of this guy, short run in WWE. But it was, a, it was his best match. Should have won the belt, just like a certain someone else should have won the belt in 93. But <laughs> I digress on that point. I'm going with Shawn Michaels, Big Van Vader, SummerSlam 1996. Come on. It's a, it's a solid match. It's a, two two uh, top guys. You got Shawn, always good. And uh, Vader, he puts up a hell of a fight and almost wins it. He wins by disqualification. And then... Uh, Jim Cornette goads Shawn Michaels into a rematch and loses it. And so this is all Jim Cornette's fault. Son of a bitch. <laughs> God damn. <laughs> Why do you hate Jim Cornette so much? So much that you stole his, his box of figures. <laughs> I, I stole his empty box to carry some stuff to the car. So now you admit that you stole it before you said you didn't do it. I sold the box, not the figures in the box. <laughs> is this the match where... Michaels jumps down and kicks Vader in the head, or was that at a? a uh, that was this match, I believe. Where like he was supposed to move, and Michaels yelled at him and just fucking kicked him in the head. Yeah, I think so. Oh, yeah, that's good. That's a good way to end your pay per view. <laughs> Sean Michaels was such, a solid match. Such an asshole back then. Who Sean? Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> We have a visitor. Vader's still at this point somewhat believable as a monster badass, but it, it turns about after this. I mean, he's uh, I'm on board with him. He's kind of I'm watching him in like '93, and he's real sweet. So. Oh, he's the he's the best <laughs> fucking monster. Then <laughs> he was punching skulls for real. Yeah, not so much in '96, but still good. I guess that's a respectable main event. You probably got to get Sean in there. 
Yeah, you, Vader's best match of his run, so. You, you may have backed into that one. That's okay. <laughs> you took it because you had to. It's not because you uh, wanted at, to. At first, before I picked my uh, my last match there, uh, Punk and Lesnar, my main event was 2002 Rock and, uh, Rock and Lesnar. Oh, my God. <laughs> and maybe it was just because we love that promo of uh, Rock running up the stairs in Miami and then uh, Lesnar jumping in the ice bath. <laughs> that is a good one. Uh, speaking of promo. That, ma- that match is solid. Speaking of promos, I think when I was rewatching um, Lesnar and Cena, that was the one <laughs> where they must have decided to not let Brock cut promos anymore. <laughs> where he's just like, I'm going to leave him in a puddle of piss and blood and vomit. <laughs> it's like, Jesus. Piss, blood, and vomit. <laughs> oh, just a straightforward interview of him just saying he's going to beat the shit out of somebody. <laughs> Nothing wrong with that. Oh, that's a good one. That's a good, uh, nice little fantasy draft. I mean, I won. I think my show was oh, better. Oh, God, but... not even close. I I I ran away with this one. How can you How can you say that when I have Eddie and Ray and I match for Dominic's adoption papers? <laughs> solid match, solid match. I'll give you that. I thought you were, It was it was on my short list. I thought you were going to get me for having that ladder match and TLC on the same show. No, cuz I had them both penciling in on mine at one point. <laughs> I mean, it's not a ladder match, it's a TLC match. I had I had two opening card tag matches I almost started with. So the first one was the very first SummerSlam match ever. I almost had the Bulldogs versus the Rougeau brothers. I almost did that too. <laughs> That's a pretty good match. It is. I rewatched that and I'm like, eh, this yeah, and they go to a draw. <laughs> high quality. Those two teams My hated other- each other in real life. Oh, really? Yeah, because... Uh, Oh, they would always screw with the Rougeos, and then I think Jacques, like, sucker-punched Dynamite, (laughs) and then they got in a huge fight. Wrestling needs more of that. More (laughs) just dickheads fighting each other for real. Yes. (laughs) Well, my my other one is a, uh, would have been a nostalgic pick, but I feel like it's a good opening match. It's a 1990, I believe. Let me scroll here. Yes, 1990. And uh remember watching this with Steve-O watching the Coliseums and Power and Glory take out <laughs> fucking Shawn Michaels' knee and Marty Jannetty has to wrestle the whole match by himself and he like puts up a hell of a fight and almost wins it. And then Power and Glory just squash him at the end. But that, that guy, when I just rewatched it, I'm like, oh man, this is the match we always would talk about. I think I thought that was a yeah. You thought it was something else because you brought that up match. Yeah, I think it was the one with Twin Towers. I thought, but this was the one they fucking hit him and then hit Sean in the knee with the uh, chain, and he's outside crying, holding his knee, and Marty Jannetty has to run on his own. Marty Jannetty is uh, making the news lately too. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, watch watching this. The way like they kind of squash them at the end, and like the Rockers are super hot. Then I'm like, I wonder if they got in trouble. Like they're out partying too late or something. So they're like, Sean, you, you're gonna we're gonna knock you out. <laughs> like it just felt like there was like a punishment. The way that yeah, that is kind of weird. It's not like Power and Glory really did anything. So no, because at the end, Power and Glory look like they're like unstoppable. <laughs> and then what do they do with them? Nothing. Future four horsemen. 
Paul Roma. Neither of us, neither of us picked from this card. Warlord versus Tito Santana. That's a solid one. Uh, I just saw Barry Horowitz and Skip. <laughs> so there's some good, uh, good stuff in there in SummerSlam. So the second I'm biggest show of the year. In the middle of watching 1990, I have to. I'm just at the Warrior Rick Rude, and I'm kind of curious if that because Rude and Warrior solid little few. That match might have been a decent headliner. Yeah, because that was twice, right? Didn't they do that yeah. multiple times? One. They did IC title the year before, and then this is for the world title in the cage. Yeah, I feel like those were like Warriors' best two matches ever. So, those are the two with Macho. Yeah, not much else. Except you would say, well, him and Hogan was sweet <laughs> in '98, Halloween Havoc. <laughs> no, no, definitely not that one. You said that wasn't as bad as you thought it was. I didn't make it out to be that it's not as bad. Like it's a good thing. I'm just saying, when you hear it as the worst match ever. I don't think it was the worst match ever. It was bad. I think you said you liked it. <laughs> don't get it. me wrong. <laughs> You're like, it's pretty good. <laughs> I, I liked Hogan trying to pull a sheet and throw a fireball and just lighting his hand on fire yeah. and like Warrior selling it. <laughs> Those are always bad. <laughs> there hasn't been a good fireball in forever. Yeah, unless you're the Sheik, you shouldn't be throwing a fireball. Or you're or, a cameraman shooting flames at Hogan's face. Or you're Jerry Lawler. I feel like he can do it. Like Or Eddie Gilbert, or, like that era. <laughs> Yeah, certain dudes just can have the power in their hands to actually do a fireball. But not, uh, yeah. I've seen more bad Man, ones. Man, too bad ones. Joey Ryan's canceled because that was a cool match when Lawler shot the fireball at his dick. <laughs> yeah, we can't. What a great idea. Yeah, we can't talk about that anymore. Is <laughs> there number one on your list? <sighs> He's been replaced by the Fiend. There's nothing wrong with that. I'm in agreement. Oh, do we have anything else? This this episode has drained me for some reason. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna be asleep for uh, an hour here till Lucy wakes back up. So, well, I have a ten hour drive ahead of me tomorrow. So, <laughs> what time are you guys leaving? I don't know. Sometime in the morning, we'll figure it out. Okay. But well, ch- check in with me from them targets and <laughs> on WalMarts. Yeah, that, that's what's most important is uh, getting our new figs. And our uh, <laughs> tasty cakes from Wawa. So definitely. <sighs> All right, that's uh, that's happening, and then hopefully, maybe we'll sneak a little bonus episode in here soon. But shortly coming, the uh, do we even t- tease what it's going to be? Like it's going to be SummerSlam related, but I don't think we. Yeah, can... maybe that. Maybe that's all we say. It's a SummerSlam themed episode hopefully it comes out uh we're hoping at the very end of the month either on the 30th or the the first of september so keep us in mind keep an eye out for that watch social media we will have uh commercials we'll have a little video (laughs) preview we have a lot going on we're hoping that this is the we're hitting the big time this is going to be the one that (laughs) that pops off and everyone is talking about so keep an eye out for that. That'll be at the end of this month. Uh, maybe one episode in between, but we'll see how things go. So a lot going on in the 20 by 20 world. But for right now, I don't think there's much going on except for me going to bed. <laughs> so <laughs> same here. If, if you don't have anything else, I think uh, this has been another episode, another fantasy draft. 
another one in the books. So maybe we'll do an, yes. we'll do a Survivor Series or a, oh, a man. Royal Rumble fantasy. Yeah, how, well, we need to start thinking about rules for a Survivor Series one. That's going to be yeah. tough. But we'll do it. Maybe for next year. Because <laughs> then you'll have to start watching <laughs> Survivor Series matches. That'll be tough. Oh, I usually start I start plugging into Survivor Series right after Halloween. <laughs> and you only have like two weeks. It's not a lot of time. <laughs> well, thanks for all the effort that you're putting in. I can't get into Thanksgiving during Halloween. That's just not right. You also I'm going to have a lot of time this fall, though. There's no football, so I'm going to be watching a lot of everything else. You also can't get into Man. You're going to be watching a lot of uh, Hell in a Cells. <laughs> I'd like to thank everyone for not wearing their masks for saving me the insult of Ohio State <laughs> kicking me in the stomach another year. So, well, appreciate all you patriots out there for <laughs> fighting for your freedoms. At least Scott Frost at Nebraska is saying that he's going to still play, even if the Big Ten isn't. Mi- Michigan practice today. <laughs> <sighs> the only Michigan, well, whatever. That's fine. That's going to, whatever. Nope. It's gonna be real weird watching Michigan Ohio State in May. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be weird with all of us with no sports. Yeah, it's over. watching a lot of Halloween havocs. So there's nothing wrong with that. Let's yeah, we'll do a th- let's we'll do a themed episode for that. Oh man, yeah, that could be a good one. <laughs> that could be a real bad one, actually. <laughs> all right, I've had enough of this. We've we're done with SummerSlam. Right. On to the next one. We'll see you next time. Can't take this anymore.